laughing all the way to the bank. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Spread Brothers Podcast. It's yours truly, Jordan, aka JL. As always, I'm here with my co-host and my brother, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marcus, what's going on, dog? How we feeling? Uh, you know, we're feeling good. Same old, same old. Like I said last week, dog days of the NFL. One and two last week. You had a good week, but overall, we won money again. Uh, my two losses, I thought, really could have gone either way. But uh, we have a little Mountaineer football on Thursday night tonight when we're recording. So we're going to call this the uh, the Mountaineer Minute. We're going to maybe, this may, this episode may seem a little quicker than usual. A little quickie. I like a quickie. A good quickie. In and out. <clears throat> Sneak off in the bathroom, maybe, you know? At the gas station? Mm. On a road trip? Oh, I've never done that. No? Yeah, don't. Um, it is weird to think that it's the dog days of football. It's weird for me to say that because I was so excited at the beginning of the season. And now it feels, I mean, we're just winning money week after week after week. And it, it starts to become a little mundane to just keep making money like this. I don't mean it in a bad way at dog days. It's just, I guess when I say dog days, I mean, um, it's it's just getting harder and harder to pick. You can you could pick out the easy ones early on. This part of the year, it it just gets harder and harder. So you got to really buckle down, and uh, that's what we're doing. We we haven't had a losing week yet. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I these Wednesdays come keep coming more and more quickly. I yeah. It's insane. I feel like the, I've, the beginning of the season, it was like I felt like I had time to study, but for some reason this week, like I didn't have, I was traveling, I, I didn't have enough time, work was busy, I don't know, but like I'm kind of hand up, being honest, kind of flying by the seat of my pants this week. Yeah, this week, uh, coaches always love to say we're on a short week. This week, for some reason, feels like a short week for me. Uh, did a lot of uh, last-minute studying, um, but you know, I I picked up on a little trend here with some teams that we'll get into, and that's why I'm very confident in the three picks I have. But again, it's it just it's this just separates the men from the boys. Who's really gonna fucking put in the time? And I'm just gonna win a you know just it's like you said it's just getting tiring of winning so much money every single week. I'm going to have a tax problem on my hands here soon. Um, I won't. I won't report it. A <laughs> um, couple of quick hitters. Just uh, news bullshit to talk about. Um, Marcus did a little talking about Caleb Williams the other week. I saw online that Caleb Williams paints his fingernails. Your thoughts? Man. Uh, another thing that you beat me to. Uh, let me ask: Does he paint him on the field? Is it like a is it like a field thing, or does he just walk around with jazzy nails no. all day long? Like what he paints his fingernails, and his mom does it for him, and that's like his thing. He was in this interview, 
and his fingers are like he had like a straight up like manicure and it has like his number it's like like they're like oh, like fuck. time like some significant time went into him painting his fingernails and i know that's like a thing now like have you noticed that like guys paint their fingernails now no it's like a cool i've thing. never seen that no um, what yeah. the fuck is going on yeah it's like every quarterback has their thing right like cj stroud seemed like he had half a brain now caleb williams might be a homo i don't know um god he really just walks around he looks like sinbad he does kind of look like sinbad Every time I think of Sinbad, I think of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, fuck, what was that movie called? Dude, help me out. Turbo Man. Yeah, Turbo, Turbo Man. Yeah. It wasn't called Turbo Man, but what was the movie called? Jingle All the Jingle Way. Jingle All the Way. Jingle yeah. All the Way with Sinbad. A classic duel between Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger, where ultimately Arnold comes out on top, of course. But not to get too sidetracked. Turbo it really Man. goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's double time dude and all right now you got me going on that movie uh probably the thing that pissed pissed me off the most as a kid about that movie was the dickhead neighbor who was eating arnold's wife's cookies mm. oh Howard, excuse me but your wife's cookies are out of this world and now that i get older it just makes me even more mad about that like if i have another dude in my house eating my wife's cookies we're fighting yeah like arnold's been out busting his ass all day for that turbo man he's on a payphone like calling home to his wife and then he has to listen to this guy sounds like he's ejaculating mm. oh 100 percent. remember that he's like put that cookie down put that cookie down yeah. Yeah. But anyway, no, the Caleb Williams things, that that took me for I don't know. I mean I'm old. I guess I'm old. If kids are fucking painting their nails and shit, he can sling it. I'd probably still take him number one. I don't know. It's funny you say like every quarterback has their thing. And I don't know I that's weird. Um as a does he have an agent? Like his agent's gotta be like, Okay, Caleb. You're playing great. You know, the, the record you haven't lost. You, everything's going good. Your draft stock's looking good. Let's talk about the nails. <laughs> Got to talk about the fingernails. Can we do something there? Because I need to look more into this because I haven't heard about this. I've been sleeping at the wheel. How, how drag? Like, is he all 10 nails just Dude, it hammered is, up? I mean, I would say 95% of women don't put the amount of effort into their nails that Caleb Williams puts oh, in his. fuck. If I... Maybe times are changing. Maybe back in the day we wanted a gritty, like, kind of bitten nail quarterback. Now we want a manicured fucking gay nail. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I really... That really put my mind in a pretzel because I didn't know Caleb Williams was painting his fucking nails. That's weird. Well, I've always thought the NFL, this might be a good for his draft stock because I always thought the NFL, you know, they they want more like R&B singer looking quarterbacks. Like they don't want like gritty, <laughs> tough quarterbacks. They want quarterbacks that look like, you know, they might also sing Gimme Dat by Chris Brown. Like Gimme Dat. Like, they want. They might like do a dance. They want Omarion. Right. A hundred percent. They don't want 50 cent. They want Omarion. Right. I honestly think that's why the NFL holds on to Justin Fields the way they have is because they are just like, <sighs> what a connection they, because maybe they're still working on his album. Like he's going to have a R&B album. 
Anyway, if Justin Fields came out with an R&B album, I would shit my pants. I would not just it would just be pure laughter. I'd shit myself. Uh, he looked better, though. Speaking of Justin Fields, I got to give him some props. Give credit when credit's due. Looked pretty good. Yeah, I it was a rare occasion. I was uh, I was actually rooting for Justin Fields because I bet the over in that game against the Commanders. Bears fans are acting like they won the fucking Super Bowl. Well, and you, let's be honest here, JL. You made your point and you were right. At this point, and we, like, that's the thing. Like, you were right 100% there. And you text me and you're like, I kind of feel bad for him now. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> there was a, you weren't shitting on him. It was just you back and forthing with fans. But now that it's very out there, it's, proven that he isn't the guy most likely won't be the guy uh it was nice dude when he plays well he looks really good but he he just can't put it together against good teams they the bears will always be that three to four win team until they make massive changes at the top of that organization like we've talked about before yeah i wonder who else could you know have an r&b album in the nfl um now you got me thinking, like, what's Trevor's thing? Because Trevor's very, like, tight with the media. Like, what does fucking Trevor Lawrence do? Yeah. Caleb Williams is painting his nails. Like, what's Trevor's Trevor thing? Trevor needs to work on his brand, for sure. He needs a, he needs something. Well, he's got the hair. That kind of... Yeah, okay. That I guess the hair is his thing, I guess. Yeah. But Trevor with the media is about as tight as you could imagine. He's very borderline robotic when it comes to the media. He just always says the right things. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I want I want Trevor one time to go off on the media and be like, yeah, we saw it fucking coming. We're we're fucking here. Trevor does a lot of like he has a real deep voice, Joe. You know, we're real excited. We're excited. We're playing good. Uh, we got to fix some things. We got a uh, yeah. He's a big, big long uh, guy. We got a uh, well. I think all white quarterbacks in the NFL have to have the <laughs> deepest voice of all time. You know, Trevor's I mean? got that Thanos voice, right? I mean, like, look at listen to white quarterbacks in the NFL. They all have really deep voices. Well, Andrew Luck would have been a fucking. He would have been the greatest of all time. <laughs> that dude's voice, but that it wasn't oh, even well, deep. That like that like borderline like Down syndrome a little. I feel like he just had a little weird. Well, you know, we're gonna go. <laughs> That's what I think when I hear Andrew Luck. It's just a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, uh, Will Greer. Uh, Marcus, we got a Will Greer advisory. <laughs> I love how this there's a, Will, there's a Will Greer advisory going on. In, oh, in, is it a warning or just a watch? This is a this is a watch. Okay. Um, okay. okay. So Mac Jones is playing terribly. Uh, there's a lot of speculation on what they're going to do in that quarterback room moving forward. Belichick says right now they're not going to change anything. Um, might just be playing his cards a little close to his chest, but um, I would I would anticipate that if you know Mac Jones has another you know dud of a game, there's going to be a change there. It's either going to be Bailey Zappi or it's going to be Will Greer in for the Patriots. I've been waiting for this for years. I mean, if you play with a guy fucking named Bailey Zappi, what the fuck kind of name is that? Mac Jones. I don't know what happened, dude. I remember there was a time where everyone thought he was like the guy. And it's been horrendous. If Greer just win, rattles off like nine wins in a row, 
takes him to the playoffs. Oh my god, that would he looks nut. He looks good in that Patriots uniform. I will say that he looks good. He does. Uh, Belichick says uh, you're you're gonna like this. He says, "quote Will Greer is sharp and picks things up very quickly." <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a he's a gamer. He's a baller. It's just funny because you always thought that Will Greer kind of had like a monkey brain. Oh no, he definitely uh, he doesn't make great decisions. Um, he can throw the ball really well, but hey, he he was in Morgantown at that time. Um, I can't I can't hate on Greer too much because he gave me like he gave me like the most exciting year of West Virginia football of my life, maybe two years. I love Willie G, but he's got to get rid of the ball a little quicker. His feet look a little slow in the pocket sometimes. If he could get that figured out, like everyone in the world knows that Will can throw the rock. He's just got to fix the little things. Yeah, speaking of slow feet, Mac Jones. <laughs> I mean, he, he looks slower than Tom Brady did at the t- tail end of his career. His feet look so heavy. Like, I feel like I weigh 285 pounds. I, I think I would look – my feet would look quicker than Mac Jones dropping back. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Do you it. think – okay, do, do you think if you were given three months of, of practice with an NFL team at quarterback and you played in a game, you could complete two passes? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Two passes? That's easy. Throw two bubble screens and get me the fuck out of the game quick. I'm not. I'm okay, not. Hit, I'm well, not hitting any five step. You know, look someone off and throw be, it down the back seam. I'm not doing that. Can't be a that. screen. Can't be a screen. So I have to at least take three steps. We can put you in the gun if you want. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think once I got in that environment, I. Uh, what? Uh, how many interceptions can I throw? Doesn't matter. Okay, well then, yeah, I'd get two off. I mean, I'd just take it and just sling it. Like I would just, I would pre-snap read every single time and be like, "This is who I'm, so I'm throwing to." Like, <laughs> please go catch it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's our that's a Greer advisory. So um, keep your eyes peeled. That's a take I've been squatting on for what four, three or four years now. Um, he's finally starting to come out. He's gonna. There's going to be a Will Greer birth in the NFL. I can't wait. Um, Marcus, like we said, it's going to be a shorter podcast this week, but hopefully what we lack in time will make up for in quality of locks. Um, you want to go ahead and get us started with the first pick? Yeah, I'm going to get it started. I'm going to do a little like reverse time because I believe this game is the – could be wrong. I think it's the Monday night game. Doesn't matter when it is. I like it a lot. I'm going Chargers, Cowboys over. Justin Herbert's at home. Uh, I know he had a little injury there, but he seems to be fine. The Chargers at home, it's just there's a trend. I see it. They always play well at home. And I think this total was a little sloped on the low side because of the Cowboys stinker they had. Uh, I think the Cowboys will bounce back. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, yeah, I like the Cowboys. Uh, Chargers over. Sorry, let me get the exact number. 50 and a half. Here. That's what I thought it was. 50 and a half. Yeah, this, this game could score 60 easily. So Cowboys, Chargers over 50 and a half. Nice. 
I'm going to go ahead with my first pick. Another over here, and this this might be uh, this might be my favorite pick of the season. So, just yeah, hammer this one. Uh, I'm going with the Seahawks Bengals over 45. I've kind of always thought all year the Bengals defense was kind of ass. Um, I, I I know they've put together uh, put together a good game last week, but you know, not a great team. They played and Seahawks are for real. Um, I know the Seahawks also have a good defense, but Joe Burrow is back to looking like Joe Burrow. I think that trend's going to continue. I think there's a lot of points in this. I think this is going to be one of the easiest overs of the season. Um, I'm definitely going to be placing more than one unit on this game. Give me the Seahawks Bengals over 45. I love that pick. Absolutely love it. Um, the Bengals have looked weird, kind of goofy, but this is a game of Joe Burrow's going to make that money, earn earn the money that he's been paid. I think this game's going to be it. Uh, we got this is going to be the hot the hot. We got four minutes still kick off. I'm going to just keep it going. JL, you're going to love this pick because you were at the Lions game and you texted me mid-game saying the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm taking that all the way. Lions minus three. I love the Lions. They are, I mean, they're a wagon. Jared Goff looks incredible. David Montgomery looks like a Hall of Fame running back. I like Tampa. I do. But I just don't think Baker Mayfield is going to be able to do what he's done against these other other teams. This pass rush is elite. Aiden Hutchinson. There's just this Lions team just on a tear right now. I, I I would be mad at myself if I didn't take the Lions. So I'm going Lions minus three on the road in Tampa Bay. Love those Lions. My second pick uh, going down to Houston. Texans are taking on the Saints. I like the over in this game. Line here is 42 and a half. I know what you're saying, but JL, the Saints have a really good defense. Mm. No, it doesn't matter. The Texans are going to right the ship. They had kind of a down week offensively last week. They're back at home this week. I think we're going to we're going to see CJ Stroud come back, put another good game together. Another thing I really like about this over for the Saints is Derek Carr looks way better whenever the other team has a poor pass rush. If if he can stay cool in the pocket back there, the Saints offense looks completely different. Um, the Texans are second to last in the NFL in sacks per game. They, they just cannot pressure the quarterback. So I like both of these teams to score. Uh, 42 seems really low. I think this should have been closer to like a 44 or 45 on the books so i'm going over 42 and a half here might be a little sweaty but i do think this goes over saints texans over 42 i love that i was deprived of a texans over last week uh i'm still i like the texans i'm still big on the texans i think this is going to be a great game um that's actually one i kind of circled to watch i was very unsure of what i thought about that game and then you came in with the over, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. All right, my last pick. I'm going against another home dog. Going against the Jets at home. I'm taking the Eagles 
minus seven. JL gave me some great insight here. There's a massive injury on the Jets' offensive line. I believe it's their right tackle, JL, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, their right tackle's out. So that's just going to make it even harder for this Jets' offense to, you know, move the ball, score points. The Eagles, again, I told you earlier in the podcast I was noticing trends. There's four or five teams in the NFL right now who are just leaps and bounds better than everyone else. The Lions are one of them, the Eagles are one of them, the 49ers, and the Dolphins. So I'm going to continuously pick those teams, whether it's an over or a spread, until they show me otherwise. So I'm taking the Eagles minus seven on the road in New York. That's my final pick. For this last pick, um, for this quick podcast, I think this only is only fitting. It's a quick pick. We're going to get in and out on this one. I got my first first half pick of the season. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins at home. They're taking on the Carolina Panthers. The spread here in this game is 13 and a half, I believe. But I'm just going to take the Miami Dolphins first half minus seven. Um, the Panthers are. I, I just think that they're emotionally just beat down. I think they're kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Um, you know, I was at the Lions game and watched this Panthers team in person. By about the second quarter, they look like they're ready to go home. They don't get to go home. They have to go down to Miami and play the Dolphins on the road again this week. I think this game's going to be a bloodbath, but I do want to get in and out in the first half so that I can place more bets. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, minus seven, first half. That's my final pick. Marcus... Recap your picks. I'll recap mine. And let's get the fuck out of here. I didn't even realize I segued you into betting Miami overs, but great, great pick. Yeah, I brought up Miami before you even had the chance. Uh, my three picks real quick. Chargers, Cowboys, over 50 and a half. Lions, minus three. Eagles, minus seven. It, it feels about as good as my picks have felt. Uh, just riding with, riding with the big dogs, riding with... You know, what looks right, what I've seen. Uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, I'm ready to make another couple hunge this weekend and ready to watch the Mountaineers beat Houston tonight. I also bet on that. So if you want to, well, it's going to be too late. But just so you know, we bet it. Let me recap my picks as well. I got Saints-Texans over 42.5. Seahawks-Bengals over 45. Miami-Dolphins minus 7 in the first half. Folks, that's all we got for this week, NFL Week 6. Another winning week coming your way. Marcus, any last thoughts? Go Mountaineers, baby. Neil Brown, trust the climb, motherfuckers. We're trust the climb. See you next week. See ya.